Hello and welcome to episode 172 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan, joined today by my fellow gamer, fresh from a flight, James. Hello. Can you actually say where you've been, James? I don't know. I don't know. You, how much can um, you talk about it? I well, We can talk about it later, but I, yeah. no, let's just keep it safe. I have been somewhere. <laughs> like... Yeah, <laughs> you've yeah you've been beat away checking out something. Um, yeah, I I too have been like traveling a lot in the last month, which is partly the reason why we haven't had a lot of podcasts recently. I'm I am terribly sorry about that. We're just um, so busy. It's actually insane. Like the start of this year has been crazy. Like the amount of kind of coverage events and international trips and stuff. Like we as the whole team have done. Um, I'm actually struggling to keep track with like where everyone is at what time. I I didn't realize until last night, James, that you were like when you were sharing pictures of you on the plane, that uh, you were away. I was like, oh my god, where was, where did he go again? I've forgotten. Um, <laughs> yep. And Kieran was obviously away at the Borderlands event and has got like a tons of uh, of content up uh, with regard to Borderlands on the website too. So it's just been kind of manic. There's like three coming up too. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just this month, right? Yeah. It's, like... it's insane. It's insane. But you guys will uh, see all all the outcomes of that very, very soon. But that's partly why um, the podcast has been a bit problematic. Um, the other reason was we had some technical difficulties uh, with the last episode, which is why this one is now 172, because the previous 172 was removed. Um, we had some issues affecting the audio syncing, which I thought I'd fix in the edit, but um, it turned out that it was still way off, and because I was overseas, I couldn't fix it. So we're going to have another crack at 172 this week. Hopefully it goes according to plan. Hey, James. Yeah, I reckon I've got a good feeling. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm trying a different setup. Uh, the cat's in the room. Hopefully that doesn't cause any chaos. But Is it a black cat? We're, it's not a black cat. No, it's a white cat. So we're good. She's like I'm in a I'm in a war with her for my desk chair because she absolutely loves my desk chair. I don't really know why. It's not a special desk chair. It's it's just a chair. Maybe I just warm it up my bum. That's it. I don't know. Um, <sighs> but she, like every time I step off of it, she jumps in it like. Instantaneously, and I, I it's just I'm fighting a losing battle. Anyhow, James, <laughs> yep. are you still playing much of uh, Mortal Kombat 11? Have you had the chance? I am. It was actually the first thing I did as soon as I got home last night. Oh wow, you Which, must have been super eager to play it. Um, I, I think I was just super eager to play something that was finished. <laughs> if that yeah, that okay, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't take my Switch with me on my trip either, so obviously. Oh really? Yeah, Why not? Yeah, because I always take my games and I never play them, and then I'm worried I might lose it or something. Um. Mm. So yeah, but isn't that what um, the switch is for though? It's a like it's... yeah, I know. But there's also nothing on it I was dying to play either. So it just wasn't a wasn't a priority, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah, you've got plenty of movies on the plane, and anyhow. so many unknowns with this trip in terms of like I've never travelled international that far before, so mm. I just didn't want to you know risk it. Anyway, look at you dropping all of these clues as to where you've been. <laughs> <laughs> that could be anywhere in the world though. <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, Mortal Kombat 11, um, and we haven't spoken about it at all, I guess. No, no we, yeah, so. I don't think, no one spoke about it the last, oh, I don't, I'm so, I've lost track of where we were in the episodes as well, yeah, but yeah, um, so about, so go, was, go crazy. I was super lucky, I got a copy, not actually from a publisher, I bought one, um, through like a, I've got a European retailer friend who gets me stuff early sometimes, um, Connections, I like it. I don't know if it's a friend, it's, it's a shop, but they just tend to ship early, so I wouldn't say it's a friend. Um, okay. So I got Mortal Kombat very early. Um, I've got a feeling everybody did because of Easter. Like I think maybe the game was shipped out early to everybody. Oh um, uh, yeah, that would make sense. So I'm thinking that's why I was super lucky. Um, so I had a bit more time with it, I guess, than most people who got like code. Um, mm. And I really, really liked it. Uh, 
obviously, um, the big thing that came out of it, which you've probably heard about, Ewan, is the progression is a little bit grindy. Yeah. Um, that seemed which, to be, like, the common, like, criticism between all the reviews that I saw. Yeah, and I guess, like, people... Because I've seen a lot of, like, really snide, passive-aggressive tweets. Don't know if it's about me, but... Um, <laughs> that have been, sub-tweets? like... Oh, you know, there's 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 apparently such terrible microtransactions, but people still gave it a nine, which obviously is what I gave it. Um, mm. But the way the way that I see it is, like, yes, that aspect of it is grindy, but... Everybody plays this game, this series, for different reasons, I guess. Yeah. Um, and in terms of like my own perspective, I only play, I mainly play Mortal Kombat online with friends, and that means for me the cosmetic stuff, like the skins and all that, really doesn't affect me that much. Yeah. Um, and like I said in my review, um, I didn't give it a better score than X, which I, but I could have, because it is a better game. But mm. the grind does bring it down to be probably the same level as X rather than being better than X, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's my thinking, at least. Um, but I played sense. I played a bit last night, because I don't know if you know or not, Ewan, but they added a big update um, to it, which kind of dials back the difficulty um, and it gives everybody like a free gift pack, I guess, of currencies so they can get started in buying stuff. Um, right, okay. Was that to sort of like counteract the, the criticism with regard to the grindiness so of the, it? So the big gift, uh, the gift pack, so to speak, is definitely more of a, I guess, like a, it's like a stimulus package from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> 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 Everyone's going out and buying plasma TVs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can go out and buy all your favorite That's- skins. That's the first um, time in a while that this is a, an Australian podcast yeah, <laughs> with a reference yeah. like that. <laughs> um, so um, I guess that was like more of a thank you for everybody who's kind of stuck with them. Um, and then the the dialing back of the difficulty is definitely noticeable. Like I'm winning a lot more. Um, and like before it was more of a cheat. It was definitely more of a cheap kind of thing. Sometimes the game would layer three different like... I don't know how to describe it. Like, it would just throw lots of shit at your character and you'd have to dodge it okay. all while also trying to beat a character. Like, it's it was very over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, some of, the, like, the pro YouTubers or, like, the pro, like, fighting game people, even they themselves said it's just ridiculous. Right. So, um... I, Jeez, I struggled enough in some of those spirit matches in uh, Super Smash Bros. Like, yeah. Sounds, uh, <laughs> yeah. Rough. I guess, yeah, the Towers of Time is their equivalent of that, I suppose, mm. is the easiest way to describe it. But, um... I, I I get hesitant of saying like it's really good that they kind of turned this all around in like a week. They've they've really done a good job at trying to update and fix all that kind of stuff. But then I also wonder, like, why was it like that in the first place? Um, yeah. But then they also described it as like you know we worked on the game for over two years. Like so obviously when we play it, it's going to be easier for us than you guys. But I don't know if that's really an excuse. When I'm sure they had play testers, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how. I just that should know. all be part of the process. Yeah, um, but like, but it, like I said, if you put all of, like, if you put that stuff aside, which I know is a big part of it, it's still a really fun game that plays and flows better than the last two. Um, it just feels like I guess because it's the end of a trilogy, more or less, of ga- the last two games as well. Sure. It does feel like a really nice place to end it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm a similar sim, similar to you though. Like if if they're sort of patching stuff that really should have been there from the get go, I'm I'm not very like excited to see that come. I guess like the anthem did something somewhat similar in the past couple of weeks, where it like now has kind of granted you access to like jump straight into a mission after completing another and access the forge more or less wherever you want. Like basic sort of functionality that I think should have been there at the get go, and they sort of added that in. And I saw people like online going, "Hey, yes, finally this is in." Blah 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 blah. I'm like. Okay, well, you know, great, but like, yeah, this really should have been there weeks ago. It's a yeah, little, but I don't. Little, but I too, think a little too late. Like with Mortal Kombat 11, I don't feel like it's like with Anthem. I definitely go have a, had a feeling of this is feels like it's not done. Like it's it's not 100. Yeah. percent Whereas with Mortal sure, Kombat, yeah. it definitely it touch up. Yeah, it's 100. percent But mm. that 100 percent is locked behind more than I think needs to be. Yeah. Um, okay. But like I said, it's still it's still really good. I'm still like really enjoying it. Um, I like I'm just not upset. I guess that I can't play as a red Sub Zero rather than a blue one. You know, <laughs> um, but I understand yeah, that is yeah. a big part of it for some people. So like it is a it is a big deal. Um, yeah. I appreciate but, that you do that as well. Like, I, that's something I try and do with my reviews is I try and sort of consider that everyone that might have some sort of interest in this game and, and who it's kind of really going to resonate with the most and, and try and kind of juggle those multiple perspectives, I guess. But at the end of the day, it is ultimately your experience with the game and your relationship with it that yeah. formulates your review. So I'll, I'll acknowledge them in the kind of the, the, the process of writing out my review and the actual sort of script component of it. But when it comes to my final score that is kind of wholeheartedly my own i don't really sort of take other perspectives into into that account if the thing that about sense. the thing about mortal kombat is like it's just like it's i think it's the best it probably is the best selling franchise fighting wise ever um and i do mm. i honestly believe that's because there is a story mode with ridiculous production values that that's like movie length in terms of the cut scenes um there's lots of single player stuff there's lots of multiplayer stuff um, whereas most other fighting games, they tend to just focus on the multiplayer and there's not much single player stuff. Like I do genuinely feel, um, there's a bit for everybody in these games and it, sure. that's why I find it so strange that the, like if you're playing this as a solo player, um, there's definitely a lot that they've kind of shot themselves in the foot with in that regard. Mm. Um, but then it's all like super confusing because there's obviously there's like one, there's four currencies, right? <laughs> that you can use. Um, right. Wow. But only one of them can be purchased with real money. And then that that currency can only be used to buy every every day they refresh five random skins through the premium store, which is what you use the time crystals for. And that's the money. Mm. That's the only currency you can buy. Um, so you can't buy anything you want specifically. So I don't really know what the point of it all is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas it doesn't really make sense to me in terms of you can never, and they've said that you'll never be able to buy the other currencies, but that's the kind of stuff you want. So it's like, right, if you're okay. making it, if you're making it grindy to earn all that stuff, why are you doing that? Cause that's the thing. Mm. A lot of people are like, Oh, they're doing it so you can buy microtransactions. But I feel like anybody who's actually played the game and knows how it works would realize that that's not, you can't that buy that stuff. Yeah. So like, it doesn't really make sense to me why that stuff is grindy. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting, like how they sort of figure out, like I guess the industry as a whole sort of figures out microtransactions. Because I'm sort of like disap. It, it's often kind of, I don't know. As much as we hate microtransactions, sometimes without them sort of being there, everything just kind of gets like a bit kind of lost in the weeds. I suppose, like it just kind of gets a bit muddled. Um, 
like in Anthem, for instance, to, to go back to that as an example, um, the shop had stuff, but it wasn't ever stuff that you really wanted. Like everything, the, the, the materials and the kind of costumes and stuff I wanted that were also like locked behind challenges. Um, and what was in the store just never really appealed to me. And it's like, okay, the, the option, it's almost like they, they add the option for you to spend money but don't really give you the incentive to. And it's just like, well, what's the yeah, sort that's, of point here? That's exactly how I feel with Mortal Kombat. Like, yeah. like I, I, and then I was, I was scrolling through. I don't know. I just previously said skins don't matter to me, but I saw a skin that I do really like. And I was like, I wish I could just pay like not real money, even just maybe 250,000 of my currency in the game to buy that. Cause that's a lot of money. Yeah. But like that yeah. would still be like, I guess doable in terms of earning it mm. to buy stuff. And like, um, you can't, and that's just really weird to me. Like that—that yeah. that to me, if I was designing a game to have real money purchases mm. in it, that's what I would be doing. But I think, they, honestly, I, I hate keep going back to this as an example. Not Anthem again, but Fortnite. <laughs> I think they—they, they, uh, I think they honestly do it best. Like they, they just have these unique kind of skins that are there for like a limited limited time. Um, like they're t- doing the Marvel run at the moment with with skins based on the uh, the characters, which is awesome. They don't offer you like any other bonus other than it's purely cosmetic. But people lap it up and people spend money. I have numerously um, just because it looks real cool. And when you're sinking some time to the game anyhow, sort of like customizing and making it your own a little bit is is really awesome. Like I reckon that should be the way that they go. And I guess I mean I guess the scope to do something similar with Mortal Kombat, right? Uh yeah, for sure. Like they're starting a combat league soon, which will be like the seasons. Um, I'm interested to see how that plays but out. But even just sort of making making the characters look the way that you would like them, and yeah. sort of introducing some sort of individualization sort of elements to it. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I guess it's yeah, it's it's really like, and then it's really hard to be critical because so in Mortal Kombat X, some characters would have two to three costumes, right? Yeah, but in this game, every single character has sixty. But like, right, wow. But that being said, just to clarify, it's probably about six costumes, but each of them has ten colors. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But still, that's way more than in X, where say, like I said, some characters only have two to three. Like, so yeah. I feel like there is a lot more content in here from the get go, and that's um, all to be unlocked. Like, you can't spend money to unlock any of that. No, unless Not it appears like in that premium buy shop loot boxes and that random okay. premium shop. Yeah, and there's, I can, presume there's no loot box element to it. Like, you buy the box and you open it, and there's a chance you get some of that stuff. Um, no, you. So you. So it's Apex it's, looks like that. It's it's really confusing. So it's like, so the the premium store you can use the real money currency to buy like one of those five randomly selected skins. Yeah, um, okay. or you can go into the crypt. So the crypt is like a big third person adventure area that lets you yeah. like open chests using your currency, and in those in that chest in those chests is random unlockable. So, but it could be anything. Okay. So right. it is kind of loot boxy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that can be a bit frustrating too, but um, we've already like the community, I guess has already worked out what's good and what's not in terms of yeah. like the chests and stuff. So it's not as bad if you're looking around, but if you're just like a blind player. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'm going to be curious we can to talk see about what they do s- with. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be curious to see what they do with it with, um, uh, Borderlands 3, because there was sort of the confusion about 
um, the microtransactions that are going to be in that play in that game. And it sounds like there's not going to be any free to play style microtransactions, whatever that I think really that means. I think you just shouldn't talk about it at your reveal, to be honest. No, yeah, because it, unfortunately, everyone, if, everyone wants to. Everyone wants to come out of the gate and say, "Oh, there's no microtransactions." It's like the first. Yeah. I don't know. With that and Star Wars, which I'm about to talk about, um, it's like it's like the number one selling point at the moment. It's like it doesn't have microtransactions. It's like, oh well, whatever. Like, let's see the game. <laughs> I just think like it's dominant. So like Borderlands Three, I obviously was in the air when all of that stuff went live. Yeah. But all I've heard since I landed is that there is trans- microtransactions or there isn't, but there's cosmetic purchases. And it's like, it's that that's all that's dominated the reveal. Yeah. Um, the gameplay might've looked great, but no one cares at the moment because of this, I guess, you know, the microtransactions Yeah, everyone, we just stuff. get so caught up in it. And I just, I don't know. I, I'm not convinced this is much of a problem as everyone says it is. When, obviously when it's pay to win, it's problematic, but I, I haven't, I don't know when that last time that was really an issue. I don't know. Maybe call me out on that. Hit us up at hashtag the Starcast and call me out on that. Um, but uh, yeah, I too have been jet setting, James. Uh, when was it? It's all such a blur. I think last, last week. Last month, that. wasn't I, it? Uh, yeah, it was the end of last month. I got back from uh, Star Wars Celebration in Chicago. Um, so I was there to attend the so the whole event for the, the weekend, um, which was fantastic. I'm a massive Star Wars nerd. So to be in on, like, on the show floor with thousands of diehard Star Wars fans when they showed the trailer for Episode Nine and revealed the title... Um, like people hugging and crying and just like visibly emotional um, was like quite a spiritual moment for me, I guess. Um, I had a lot of fun. Uh, there was like lots on show and like they were showing some like the Galaxy's Edge stuff um, from like the upcoming uh, di- like Disneyland expansion. Um, uh, I didn't actually spend all that much on merch as I thought I was going to, James. I was like, I was pretty tame. I was tempted by some figures because as you might know, I collect Star Wars action figures. Well, I didn't know um, that. But uh but I'm, I'm not surprised. Quite, yeah, quite but I'm not. I don't mean that in a yeah. bad way. There's two sitting on my shelf right now, so I'm not. Yeah, I'm the yeah. same sometimes. I've I only got one um, pop vinyl, and that was after the fact because the queue at the bloody like Funko Pop store that goes was, nuts. Hey, was insane. It was yeah, like it was all lotteryed as well. Didn't like even if you had a ticket, the queue was still hours long. I hear crazy stories. Like it was bonkers. I yeah. couldn't believe it. Um, and and uh, shit anyway. I'm like a. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. The, like, I don't know, like, the blue chrome. Like, cool, I guess. Yeah, that was it. That was the, It was the blue chrome ones. I had no interest in those, but they were selling Watto and Darth Maul. And oh, yeah, yeah. I, being the age that I am, I like, my introduction to Star Wars was with The Phantom Menace and then going back and seeing the original trilogy. So, like it or not, I The Phantom Menace holds a special place in my heart, and Darth Maul has always been my favourite. No, uh, I, just, favorite I understand that. <laughs> um, so, uh, I really wanted the Darth Maul Funko Pop just because it was, like, that limited thing. Um, but... Uh, Luckily, I found it when I got back here. I didn't realize that um, EB Games was actually stocking like a bunch of the um, exclusive stuff from the yeah. So the the difference the is thing, the, ones, the gold variants, the, yeah, the ones that yeah. like Star Wars actually say Star Wars Celebration on them. Like, yeah, where know, these ones say like Galactic, Galactic Convention. Convention. <laughs> so yeah, weird. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at my figure now. But anyhow, I got the figure. I'm pretty stoked with that. I bought some T-shirts and some pins and all that basic stuff. Um, but what I was really there for was to see uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order go to the Galactic Premiere, I think it was called, um, which was Woo-hoo. on the same stage that they announced, like the J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy came out and announced um, the title of Episode Nine, which was pretty cool. Like I thought that was a really cool moment for um, for video games to sort of take 
like it was kind of sandwiched in between the reveal of uh the rise of skywalker and the mandalorian um which was awesome um and i was like pretty excited by what they showed the game i think i don't know if it's quite what i expected it to be um but uh yeah I, what did you make of the 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 showing of the game they sort of like showed a trailer that revealed the story did it take your fancy at all i don't even know if you're much of a star wars guy oh no i love star wars i think oh cool awesome. i bought both the battlefronts i feel like that's that's my yeah um, that's yeah you, you, you earn brownie points for that for when sure. you bought <laughs> yeah you bought both the battlefronts at launch <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely must be a fan um no no I, I yeah i am but uh i don't know like i I just found it so like, yeah, cool. But I don't. I still feel like like I know they showed stuff, but I don't feel like I know any more about it. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, um, I we actually knew a fair amount of the story going into it. I guess we just didn't know like the specific kind of plot points. Like we knew the time that was taking place. Um, but yeah, I guess that was a bit flushed out. I think I said this more. to a friend. I think I I get very obvious vibes that this is being pushed together quickly for this year. Um, yeah. Between, like, the... Like, I think... I think you might have even mentioned it in the notes, but I'm, I'm not going to read them. Is <laughs> Respawn halted another... Like, stopped another project. Yes. Yeah. Um, to, to get this finished. Um, it's not even on Frostbite, which is really surprising to me. Yeah, um, it's made on Unreal, I think. Yeah, which is crazy for, like, an EA game, um, yeah. especially considering all that work they've done on Frostbite for the last two Battlefronts. You'd think maybe mm. that would save them some time, but guess mm. not. Um, and then, like, just no gameplay I just found really disappointing. Um, yeah, I would have really liked to have seen just even just, like, a one to two minute sort of glimpse at the gameplay. Yeah, like, just give us something. Like, I, yeah. I like it's just taken so long. Um to, I guess, see this project, and we know that a lot of yeah. other projects have died for it, um, and you still don't have as much to show. Like, that was just how I felt. Um, I still have it, like, based on all the stuff they've said, like, in terms of, like, boss battles and um, stuff like that, I still think it, that sounds great. Yeah. Um, but, like, I'm just going to see, I guess, how it all actually... Like, it's it's enough to say, yeah, it has boss battles, and, yeah, it's got it's big and stuff, but I, w- I want to still see how that all comes together. Yeah. Yeah, I like the sound of the combat as well in that because there was all these kind of rumors kind of circulating in the the weeks sort of leading up to the announcement that it was going to have like Dark Souls kind of level combat. And I, I don't think there was ever like a possibility of that happening. But um, whilst I was there, I had the opportunity to ask uh, to speak to the, the game's creative director and a representative from Lucasfilm. Um, uh, sorry, not creative director, game director, uh, and a representative from Lucasfilm, sort of like about the kind of inspiration for the combat and whether or not it was going to like lean into any of those Souls elements. Um, and he was basically saying that uh, it's hard not to kind of draw inspiration from the Souls games, I think, but it wasn't anywhere going to be like nearly as kind of punishing. Um, it was going to be much more accessible, I think. Um, oh, he didn't sort of, he sort of stayed cleared, stood like, uh, kind of steered away from the idea of difficulty and like how challenging it was going to be. Obviously, there's still going to be a challenge there, but kind of at least much more accessible to pick up and sort of master. But then the the sort of challenge is going to be coming like in combining uh, different attacks and sort of efficiently taking down enemies. He mentioned efficiency a lot, um, which all all sounds pretty good to me. Like much in the way I think God of the Wars combat wasn't too it wasn't too difficult to sort of pick up and understand, but you could definitely kind of combo and chain together different attacks to dispatch enemies much easier than say like a, 
yeah, someone that's only really got the basics of the combat down pat. Um, so that all sounds pretty exciting to me. Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting that you mentioned names that like he they they had sort of shelved like another another project. Um, we were all sort of speculating as to what that project might have been. Brody seemed pretty convinced that they were working on Titanfall three. Do you think that was the case? Um, well, oh no, they did say that, didn't they? I swear when Apex came out, um, or around that time it was revealed, they said they were, there was another Titanfall game coming this year. Um, but maybe I misremembered that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Call us out on that again as well. Hashtag the Starcast. <laughs> were, you, were you surprised, um, that they got a real person to be the main character in this one? Uh, what do you mean, like a real person? You mean like, like, like they? What is, is, is it? Ca- I've forgotten. Cameron his name Monaghan, I think it is. Oh, like they from, they got like a like, like a seasoned actor from Shameless. I mean. Like and yeah, Gotham. yeah. Um, um, I think that's really cool. I really liked uh his vibe. Like I I I saw him on stage and saw him in some interviews afterwards. I didn't get to speak to him personally. Um, but I think he's he's kind of embodying what I imagine that character to be like. Um, and I sort of like the the kind of charisma that he seems to sort of be bringing across. Um, I'm really excited by the characters. I think like the world that they've got um, and the characters that they've sort of introduced and or at least teased um, all sound really fascinating. Um, I think this could really sort of like play into the the larger Star Wars universe really really well. Um, it's awesome that they've got the sort of like liberty to to create new characters and to introduce like new new troopers. I forgot what they call now. Um, I know, yeah, it's not coming back. So to me, but yeah, like yeah, like the the new the new kind of like not death troopers, but but something similar to that. Um, I think that's all really exciting. I, I I like the premise of the story. I really think they could do a lot with it. Um, I love that they've got seasoned actors behind it as well. Um, I'm really excited about it. I just, yeah, I would like to see sort of how it plays out, but it doesn't sound like we got long to wait. Um, I confirmed with them at the time that, uh, we're going to be seeing some more at E3. So only what, like a month away now at this point, a a little over a month. Yeah. That's not bonkers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, well, James, I guess we also better talk this week about, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, cause we got a new trailer for the film. I believe you just watched it prior to the uh, the start of the podcast. Obviously, yeah, being it's in the, the plane, first thing you, I wa- you I've have seen watched it. since I got back. It's definitely. What did you think? Um, yeah. <laughs> <I> thought, <laughs> it's so um, it's so strange. Like, just so bizarre. But then, you, yeah, like, like obviously the biggest, the biggest thing I feel like that's come out of this is, um, like Jim Carrey. Oh, really? Uh, I don't know. Like, obviously, I Sonic feel like people is, are still taking issue with the Sonic, look of Sonic. Him, himself is quite terrifying. But I feel yeah. like we already, we already yeah. knew that would be the case. You know, um, uh, one of my friends said that he looks like Cat in the Hat, and I was like, "Holy shit, he does! <laughs> he, he has teeth. That isn't yeah. like that's weird." And um, it's really funny actually because like obviously Detective Pikachu has that kind of realistic but not yeah. look for the characters, and I I can like dig that like get behind that but then Sonic in this there's just something weird like the long legs the teeth and, like, <laughs> and um it just all looks so weird and then Gangster's Paradise is the song like. yeah why why Gangster's Paradise that was the most like weird thing to me it's like why this song yeah. I um I saw like a video on Twitter I really wish I could remember who 
who created it. Um, but they put like Bautista, uh, Bautista oh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Bautista's, you know, the wrestler dude that's in Guardians of the Galaxy, the actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they put his like his theme song from his wrestling days to the, to the like the first 30 seconds of the trailer. And it fits so well. I was like, why did they just use this song? This is so much better already. It's amazing what a difference the music makes. Yeah, it's bizarre. And then, like, like I'm saying, Jim Carrey is Doctor Robotnik or Eggman. Um, yeah. Also weird. But then you, all, like, when you think about it, like what he looks like in the cartoon and in in the games, like how are you going to do that in real life without it being ridiculous? You know. Um, yeah. It's. I don't. It's just so. It's just so strange. Um, yeah. I want, and I, there's I, that, I want... that that scene as well. Like all the missiles are coming at him, and he's like stood there, like counting his steps, and he's like obviously can move very quickly. But I'm like. He's not Quicksilver. Like, you just seem to be making, like, such an archetypal fast character. Yeah. Like, this has all been done. Like, nothing about this feels particularly Sonic. Although I like that, like, when he walks into his, like, little cabin, he, like, throws his shoes to the side and it's, like, a discarded pile of shoes. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess Sonic would burn through a lot of shoes quite quickly. Like, he must <laughs> yeah. have a stockpile of red shoes somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only thing that watching the trailer, like, yeah, this makes sense. Otherwise, it just looks like <laughs> yeah, a straight-to-DVD. Like, <laughs> it looks like a straight-to-DVD film with all the, like, these incredible actors. Um, uh, and Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey, I suppose. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I yeah. do not hold out a lot of hope for this film whatsoever. <laughs> I, I don't know. It could be fine, maybe. Um, yeah. Kids will love it, I reckon, yeah, see, that's, for sure. That's the thing, though, right? Like, it's. I feel like Sonic fans are, like, all up in arms about it. But, yeah, it's not really for them. I mean, it's taking an existing no, property like, and trying to connect I, to a new audience, isn't I think it? people... Well, I think... Like, I think people forget, like, obviously there's still Sonic games coming out. And, um, yeah. and those ones, like, while they're not good, like... Like people like Steven probably play them still, <laughs> like <laughs> most most it's of the time. Always shade thrown at Steven when <laughs> yeah. he's not here. <laughs> um, like the older games, are, like other ones, I guess that we all grew up on or whatever, and and they're great. Uh-huh. But then I feel like this movie is definitely for the the younger people. Like, but I but then part of me thinks that if they're making a movie about Sonic at this point, they should really be trying to appeal to both of those audiences. But I really don't get that vibe here. Mm. So, it's kind of bizarre to think Sonic's taken so long to get a movie. Yeah, it well, is. Actually, by the yeah. way, yeah, like especially when you know Mario had a movie like way back. Oh yeah, but does the that, one does that like, count? <laughs> I know, I know, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah but like, yeah, yeah no, thought I, around the same sort of time that they would have been pushing that. Yeah, right? like, but um, um, I don't maybe. know. I think it'll be fine. Um, I think th- there's going to be. Although, when is it out? Is it out this year? Yeah, November. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Gonna, um, I was going to say. I don't know specifically the date, but I'm fairly sure it's out this year. This might be inadvertently going up against Detective Pikachu, but not not really in terms of time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. so excited for Detective Pikachu. I feel like I'm just so in. It just looks yeah, but that's the thing, like for me. Th- yeah. And that's also ridiculous, but it still looks cool. Whereas Sonic, yeah. it's like... They're doing, something, they're doing something radically different with it, I feel. Where Sonic just feels like... I don't know. It doesn't yeah. feel like they're doing something different it just feels like they're doing something kind of bad <laughs> i don't know how to phrase it any, any yeah i don't know if it's bad but yeah uh with that let's bring an end to what was episode 172 of the start cast obviously just being james i this week there is no what the wiki but that will return next episode i'm sure um subscribe to us on podcast one or the service of your choice follow us at press.au join the conversation with hashtag the start and visit the site at press.com.au uh we've been joined today by james 
Yes, you can find me on Twitter. It's at jams, A-T-J-A-M-Z. And, and I've been your host, yeah. Ian Roxborough. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Are you done, Jake? I'd, I'd hate to cut you off ever no, again. I don't know. I never I, want to I, repeat that I mistake. have nothing to add. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that's fine. <laughs> Uh, and I've been your host, Ewan Roxborough. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ewan underscore Roxborough. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, happy gaming. Bye. Bye.